Hey guys, in this video, we're gonna go through the solutions to um, the journal entry practice. So if you have not done the practice yet, you should go do that. Um, and then we can go through the solutions together. Okay, so if you wanna pause this video and go through and do those, um, download the, the practice PDF, do all your journal entries, and then um, you can look at the solutions PDF, and I'm actually gonna share my screen right now, and we're gonna go through that together. Okay, so, um, so the first transaction on 5-1 says that Joe, new owner, invests $25,000 in cash and $3,000 worth of computer equipment in exchange for $28,000 in capital to start his landscaping business. Okay, so, we always said that first you identify the account, so we've got his cash account, right? You could also say that it was checking, um, computer equipment, right? And contributed capital, because he's, so um, it says in capital to start a landscaping business. Um, and then the amount, so $25,000 in cash, $3,000 in computer equipment, and the offset is the 28,000 in contributed capital. Cash is going up, so that's a debit. Computer equipment is going up, right? It's increasing in value, so that um, is a debit. And then the contributed capital is an equity account, um, and the balance in that account is increasing as well, so that is a credit. Okay, so cash is an asset, computer equipment's an asset, contributed capital is equity. Okay, on 5-4, the company purchases $600 worth of office supplies paying cash. Um, so this one you could use supplies as an asset or supplies expense as an expense account. Either one would be just fine. Um, you could also say this is office expense. That would work okay too. Um, and then the, the other account is cash. Cash is decreasing. So cash is going to be um, my credit, my supplies or my supplies expense balance is increasing, so that is my debit. Okay, on 5.5, five, the company purchases $17,000 with landscaping equipment, paying $5,000 cash and taking a loan for the remaining balance. This is one where you probably want to do a journal entry, because that would probably be the best way to enter this into the system. Um, the one from 5-1, you probably also want to make a journal entry for. Um, that's the best way to get that into the system. So I've got landscaping equipment of 17000 He spent cash of five and acquired a note for the remaining balance. The remaining balance there would be 12000 And actually, if you're putting this into one of the accounting systems as you're putting in the lines and the amounts, it would actually do the math for you. Um, so my landscaping equipment is a debit of 17,000. This is an asset. My cash is decreasing, so my 5,000 is a credit. And my loan balance is increasing, so my 12,000 is a credit. Notice the journal entry balances, 17 on the debit side and 17 on the credit side. So it's a really good way to kind of check. Right, and then just make sure like if you've got multiple lines like this, you can say, okay, well I know cash is decreasing and my asset is increasing. Um, and so the offset, the 12,000 has to be a credit in order for this to balance. 
Number six, the client signs a contract for work to be done later this month. This is actually a trick. There's no transaction on 5-6 because nothing has actually been exchanged yet, right? So we have an agreement to have an exchange, but nothing has happened. You haven't done work. The client hasn't given you any money, so nothing has happened. On 5-8, the company does $2,900 worth of work for a client who pays cash when the work is complete. So I've got cash and I've got fees earned. Um, the cash is coming in, so my cash is increasing, so it's $2,900 debit, and I earn $2,900 worth of fees, that's revenue, so that is my credit, okay? On 512, the company paid salaries of $1,500, so I've got salaries, expense, and cash. My cash is going down, so that is my credit and expenses when they increase are a debit. On 514, the company purchases supplies needed for jobs on account. Okay, so anytime you see on account, right, um, you're either thinking accounts payable or accounts receivable. If I am purchasing on account, that means that I'm gonna have to pay that back, so that's a payable. So I've got my supplies account. And again, you just wanna make sure you're consistent. So if you wanted to put this to office supplies, or office expense, or just supplies expense, that's fine. Just be consistent, right? Put all the numbers in the same place. So I've got supplies and accounts payable. Um, I am going to debit my supplies because that's an asset that's increasing. I'm gonna credit accounts payable because that is a liability that's increasing. On the 15th, the company pays, uh, the company rents space for the landscaping equipment and pays $700 in cash. I've got rent expense and cash. My cash is decreasing, so that's my credit. And my expense is increasing, so that is my debit. Um, let's see, on the 17th, the company pays for gasoline and other expenses incurred on jobs, $400. So we're just gonna call that operating expenses. Um, and we're spending cash to pay for those. So my cash is decreasing, so that's my credit. My operating expenses are increasing, so that's my debit. On the 20th, the company pays, uh, or the company does work for a client who promises to pay within 30 days $7,500. So this work has been done, right? So I have a transaction here where I didn't on the 6th because we hadn't done anything. Um, so I have earned revenue, so I've got fees earned of $7,500. I have not yet been paid, so the customer owes me money, so I've got accounts receivable of 7,500. And so um, my asset, my accounts receivable, acts like cash. So when the balance in accounts receivable goes up, that is a debit. Fees earned is my revenue account. When that increases, it is a credit. On the 24th, the company pays for the supplies purchased on May 14th. So let's look at the 14th. Okay, so when you have something like this, you kind of have to go back to the original journal entry to see what we did. So, okay, so we're gonna pay for these supplies that we purchased on the 14th. So the outstanding balance here is $1,200. So we're gonna make this balance decrease. So in order to do that, I'm gonna have to debit that account. So I've got accounts payable, and then how am I gonna pay it off? I'm gonna pay it off with cash. And so I've got, um, my cash is decreasing and my liability balance is decreasing. So I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna debit accounts payable and I'm gonna credit 
I'm sorry, integrated credit cash for 1200 okay? All right, on the 26th, the company pays salaries again, so this is gonna look just like the previous salaries entry. Salaries expense debit, $1,500. Uh, my cash is going down, so I'm gonna credit cash, $1,500. On the um, 27th, the company receives the money earned on May 20th, so again, let's look back on May 20th. Okay, so we're not earning any money, we're, we're getting this paid off, right? This accounts receivable is getting paid off by the customer. So I'm gonna have accounts receivable. And then how am I getting paid? I'm getting paid cash, so that's my other account. Um, so cash is increasing, so we're gonna debit that. Accounts receivable is decreasing, right? Because the customer balance is going from 7,500 to zero. And so that's decreasing by 7,500, so that is my credit. On the 28th, the company receives a check for $4,400, which is a 50% deposit on work to be completed next week. Okay, so um, when I give this to students in all different, I've, I've given this problem to students in undergraduate courses, in graduate classes, um, in MBA courses I've taught. Um, and so, and a lot of students have trouble with this one because they see the 50%, right? And they think that, okay, so, even though I'm only getting $4,400 in cash, like they want to book the entire 8,800, but no, no, no. So we only have to deal with what's actually happened, right? I haven't done the work, okay? Um, so it doesn't matter. I mean, it could be that that is 100% of the deposit. It could be a 25% deposit. It doesn't really matter. Um, we're only concerned with the $4,400. So I received cash from a customer right, of 4,400, so I'm gonna record that. And then, since I didn't do the work, remember when we were talking about um, the types of accounts and we were going through liabilities, we said one of the liabilities we have is unearned revenue. And we have that when a customer pays us a deposit for work that we have not done yet. So, unearned revenue would be my other account, it's a liability, so my cash balance is going up by 4,400, and, um, my liability balance is also going up by 4,400, so cash is my debit and unearned revenue is my uh, credit. And then the company pays the owner a draw of $2,000, so I've got draws and I've got cash. My cash is decreasing by 2,000. My draws are increasing. Now draws are a contra equity account. We talked about contra accounts. Um, when we were talking about the, the types of accounts that we deal with. And so uh, draws are a contra equity account because their normal balance is opposite what a normal equity account would be. So that's where one of those contra accounts comes in. Okay, so if you have any questions about any of these, please let me know. I'm happy to help however I can. You know, for those, you know, some of you, I know you're gonna like dive into this and you're really gonna wanna know like this part of it, but remember, this is not something you absolutely have to know in order to be a good bookkeeper. I just wanted to give you, because I know a lot of you are like really interested in like, okay, so what's like the next piece? Like you want to know a little bit more of the accounting stuff. And since I already had this developed, I wanted to give this to you so that you would have um, more practice. And then if you want to go in further with this, you know, let me know because there's actually, there's additional pieces um, to this that I could point you towards. All right.